0: CDC is the only bank dedicated exclusively to entrepreneurs. That's why we're proud to support women entrepreneurs with the Thrive Podcast, providing startup women with the support and resources they need to start and grow
1: their business. We are thrilled to have Stephanie Fontaine on the show today. Stephanie is the Vice President of Business Development at Women Business Enterprises, also known as Weeby. Weeby is the one-stop shop for women entrepreneurs to gain access to training, education, mentoring, and networking events with like-minded businesswomen. Since 2015, Stephanie has been working to grow corporate engagement and produce world-class supplier diversity strategies. With a background spanning multiple industries from nonprofit to corporate enterprises, Stephanie is an expert in growing and enriching organizations. We're going to have a lot of things to talk about. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thank you, Janice. So, Why don't we start with the key message you hope our listeners will take away from our conversation today?
0: Okay, wonderful. Um, I've been thinking about this, and what I want the listeners to walk away with is really one thing, and it's the importance of investing in their networks. So Mm. I'm not talking really about going to um, like an after work reception, um, but really, Uh, What I'm saying is to make a significant and consistent and thoughtful commitment to building key networks that will support you and um, be the source of real business opportunities. Now, I say this like I've known this um, and have put significant um, emphasis on building my own network, but... um, as I do more and more research um, in this area, we've we've come to know that women have different networks than men do, and whether. Um, they it's it's um, by choice um, they they just are part of networks that don't provide um, as much access to information uh, referrals resources or contacts and this really creates a structural barrier that they might not even realize so there's actual research that shows this so my advice um, for our listeners is to be strategic about networking so going out to events reaching out to people, getting to know them making introductions and really to put it in their calendars and just do it it can't be the last thing that um, you do at the end of the day because we know time always um, runs out so um, and the the first step in this um, in my opinion is to align yourself with um, two or three key organizations where the members truly share that same mindset and they're there to support you and to share opportunities.
1: This is amazing starting point and solid advice for our women entrepreneurs. So um, we know we're going to talk about WeBe, but are there, you know, you said two or three other organizations, are there others that you would point for women entrepreneurs to think about in terms of uh, building their network in Canada?
0: Um it, it really depends on um what your objectives are. And I can certainly speak um specifically to to WeBe Canada, because that is a uh, we we play in a very um, specific area, which is the um, businesses that are ready to scale and sell to um, corporate and public procurement entities. So it's really about doing um, your research and finding those organizations that are very um, strategically aligned with what it is that you're looking to do at the moment and that may change like um, later on you might leave an organization and go to another one that is more suited to um, a future goal.
1: Well, and I like that idea. I think it's really important, Stephanie, what you're saying. Like, it's okay to keep evolving and growing and changing. And so if you're with a certain organization and you find that you need to expand your network and go in a different direction, that's okay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So why don't we begin by hearing about all of the programs and services that are delivered by Webe? Um. Yeah,
0: So WeBee Canada has been around since 2009 and we're actually a Canadian not-for-profit organization. And we've worked um, since then to increase the participation of women-owned businesses in supply chains. So we are a council that certifies that a supplier is at least 51% owned, managed, and controlled by women. And so it's once you're certified as a business that we connect you to buyers in both the corporate and public um, sectors. And these are buyers that are seeking diverse and
1: innovative products and services. And beyond that... So can can we stop right there? Because this is so significant. And we know when we talk to women entrepreneurs, what they want is to grow their businesses. So can you talk about Um, what that certification looks like, what, what in a practical sense, you know, for somebody who's just learning about this amazing organization, what is it they need to know?
0: So certification is um, a a comprehensive audit process, um, I would say, and it really is uh, robust and it is um, based on the Wheat Bank um, certification from the U.S., um, where okay. supplier diversity, which I'll talk about in a moment, um, has been around for um, over fifty years. So, it is a, a recognized um, uh, certificate and audit process. So, the the first uh, criteria is that your business is fifty-one percent woman-owned, but I. I need to say here that there are other certifying councils in Canada that certify for Aboriginal um, businesses, minority businesses, um, um, gay and lesbian um, businesses, as well um, as um, disabled and veteran um, owned businesses. So. Um, As I said, that is the first criteria, the 51% ownership, and it's widely recognized um, in North America. But beyond that, we look at uh, financial records, your bylaws. um, We do site visits to make sure that it really, truly is the woman that... um, is leading the, um, the day to day and making the decisions, um, of the, um, for the business, I should say.
1: Um, okay. so, and, and just even with that, just cause I, I think it's helpful when the more information people get to understand this amazing opportunity, cause it's significant, uh, right. If you can get into this process. So, um, so, okay. So you have to be 51% Uh, women owned and then you you complete an audit so in terms of the financials what is it that you'd be looking for so that our women entrepreneurs and our listeners understand what kind of stuff they have to start gathering
0: right so our our process is entirely um technology enabled so it's all online um you update your financial documents um Um, Three years um, worth in your your tax um, your tax documents um, as well. So we're we're just really looking to see that this is a viable, um, solid business because we do the certification on behalf of our members. So as a a third party, so our corporations and um, our public procurement members, they want to know that this um, business is solid um, in, in addition to being um, to meeting the diversity criteria of the 51%. Um, They want to know that you will be in business, um, you know, for the long term, because these are long term um, contracts and opportunities.
1: Okay, so you go online Mm -hmm. and the website is? Um, Wbecanada.org. Perfect. So you go there and then you can upload all of your documents. Is that it's as straightforward as that? Is there a cost to it as well? Yes,
0: there is a cost to it. Um, It's $750. And it starts with um, registering, getting a password, and then um, being provided um, login credentials to then upload to um, your your documents so that it's all um, secured. Awesome. Yeah, and I, I have to say, um, the certification is not for everybody. So um, again, it's about um, my my comment earlier to do the research because mm-hmm. you will benefit from certification if your business is ready to do business
1: with um, those members that we have. And for us. And, and what's readiness? Yeah. How do you, how do you, or I, like what would give people a sense of like, oh yes, I am ready or I'm not quite there yet.
0: Um, the, the first thing I say is you have to have a product or, or service that the um, really large corporate um, supply chains are um, looking to, to buy. And um, our certified women businesses, they really range from, um, you know, manufacturing, um, there's uh, parts in the automotive industry um, to consulting. Um, background checks. There's a number of food products. Um, it, it's just um, a very wide um, range of um, products and services. But it, it is um, something that the corporate uh, buyers are interested in in purchasing. So um, it, it really depends. And I I think the um, the advice I would give is to do the mm-hmm. to do the research and see um, what opportunities are coming up in those organizations to see if you're... and so paying. that's
1: on the website, Stephanie. What the upcoming opportunities are? It's a, a comprehensive are.
0: process that um, then goes through a certification um, committee. So you do have to um, upload your your bylaws, um, some employee contracts. Um, we do a site visit and an interview. So there are many factors and Mm-hmm. um I have to say some of them are different like we try to uh, work with the companies to really um, understand um, where they're at when we do the um, the interview and um, mm-hmm. that that report goes to the 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 certification um, committees so um, it's it's' it's not a straightforward, um, checklist. Upload so load and go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, some of them are not, um, accepted, um, unfortunately, because, um, you know, it's just, um, it's, it's not, um, they're right not ready fit or they're not ready or in mm-hmm. our, um, our audit, we realize that, um, it may not be, um, you, you know, th- um, um, Woman-led, like on a day-to-day basis. So we want to make sure that when we do um, give out the certificate, that it's um, it's really met all the the criteria.
1: It's so exciting. So give us a sense again about, or, or I guess more fully about supplier diversity and what the strategies our listeners can use to leverage diverse supply chains.
0: Mm-hmm. So supplier diversity is the practice of creating opportunities for traditionally underrepresented um, suppliers. And it's to introduce them in large corporate and public um, procurement entities. So I have to say it's it's um, it's a market access opportunity that um, uh, allows these vendors to um, to come to the table and also to build capacity for the future. So what um, what we want is for the um, the suppliers if they win a smaller bid that they would grow throughout those years of the contract, and that next time. The um, the opportunity comes around, they would be able to um, bid on something bigger. So again, just um, building that um, that capacity. So um, once you are part of that network, um, the you you have access to organizations that are strong supporters of this because they've they've recognized the benefits of having a supply chain that reflects the communities where. They do business, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, having more uh, women own businesses in the supply chain, um, the the minority and um, Aboriginal um, businesses as well, because those are just the communities where um, we are now. And the the advantages that they see from practicing supplier diversity is really uh, greater supply chain competitiveness and service delivery. Um, They have enhanced um, organizational reputation, brand equity, um, increased um, product and service sales opportunities in diverse markets. And in um, some cases, especially in the um, social procurement, um, they're able to, um, on the government side, they're able to um, meet some of the demands um, um, and um, have benefits in the Community by using their uh, procurement um, power to um, um, provide business opportunities to these diverse vendors, um, and you know it, it increases um, employee satisfaction and um, retention mm-hmm. as well.
1: So. What would be top tips for women founders who want to, uh, you know, be bold and try and secure contracts through an RFP? What you're so knowledgeable in this area. What can you tell us that that women founders need to know?
0: So there's many things. Um, I would say as a former buyer myself, um, you really mm-hmm. need to do your research on the company that you're seeking to do business with when okay. um, you pick up the phone and call a a buyer, you need to understand how that company um, does their procurement.
1: And I have to say... And is that easy to find? It's it's not
0: easy to find um, on your own because everybody... (laughs) You're
1: going to give us the
0: tips. I will give you the tips. Uh, (laughs) And it does go back to um, the networking and joining Mm. the um, organizations that are knowledgeable um, about these processes for the, the clients that you're seeking um, to do business with. So Mm -hmm. for example, at WB Canada, we do um, webinars, workshops. um, Some of them, the, the actual topic is how to do business with and then just name the corporation. So, you know, it could be one of the big banks or um, an automotive um, um, company, or it could be even government. So the, um, like the, the city of Toronto or um, provincial or federal government. So there um, are some learning opportunities out there that address this exact thing. And we have champions in our network um, that will be at events on panels, and they will actually describe all the steps to doing business with their company. And one of the key things for the listeners is it's very complex. And Every organization does it a little bit differently, like down to the way they want to be contacted. So some of them prefer emails. Mm. Um, Others say you have to register on the supplier portal um, to become part of the supplier database. Then you receive the information when there are RFPs. Um, So things like that. So really um, get into those networks and um, attend the events and then, link up with some trusted advisors or people who have gone through the process before you because um, some of them are are quite complex, especially in public procurement and Mm -hmm. others who've done it before can actually um, give you some very concrete um, tips on how to do it and how to save time. Um, the, the other thing, um, that I want to, um, to say to our listeners is to, um, really work on their capability statements. So how long you've been in business, who your top clients are, what problems are you solving for them? Um, and along with the one minute pitch, I think, um, those are really, really important um, as you're networking and um, getting to know the, the right players because they become your advocate inside the company. Mm, so when an RFP right. um, comes up, they will remember that um, they have met a, a vendor that could actually solve that problem.
1: Wow, very helpful. So, let's just talk a little bit more about WBE Canada. So, um, you have the certification process, but you also have a membership component, correct?
0: Um, the membership component of WBE Canada is the um, the corporations and the public um, procurement entities. So, they are the members, and um, the the distinction there is that the businesses are the certified um,
1: suppliers. Oh, I understand. But, um,
0: okay. You, mm-hmm. and, and the the women businesses um, say this all the time to me, uh, they refer themselves to members of We Be Canada, but it's really being mm-hmm. a member of the
1: network. Okay. Thank you for that distinction, because I have heard people refer to themselves that way. So that's important to understand. So, um, so, 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 m- it, even if you're not certified yet, you can still be part of WeBe Canada's community, correct?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I get calls from um, prospective um, Weebies all the time, um, women businesses that just want to learn more. So the the first thing we, we do, whether it's myself or somebody else on the team, is we'll have a conversation with them and just get to know what their business is about. Because... Um, it's in everybody's interest to, um, e- you know, just learn about each other so that we know if um, it is a fit for a certification. And if it's not, I still encourage the, the women to uh, sign up for a webinar or come out, better yet, come out to an event and see what it's about. Because that in itself might um, trigger some, some thoughts on where you want your business to go um, in the future. So absolutely, um, we do have many opportunities that are available to um, people who want to join us and be in the network. the The certification piece, I have to... Um, just do a little side note here. Some of our member corporations will have special programming that will only be available to those um, um, women businesses that have the certificate. So that's where okay. the difference is. And sometimes um, in an RFP process, they will request the um, that the vendor be certified because then mm-hmm. they do... Um, publish those numbers or share those numbers with their stakeholders.
1: Okay, this is exciting. So now let's change direction and talk about this amazing um, organization, company, initiative, big, bold idea that you are a founding member of called The Big Push. It's an all-female business accelerator for female-founded tech companies Mm -hmm. that provides hands-on support, equity for service, and a diverse talent pool. So, you know, how does this program use its expertise, diversity, and partnerships to help Women run companies. This is a really innovative idea.
0: Yeah, it really is, and um, interesting. I think the theme of uh, my podcast here is really on networking because I came to know um, Sharon Zohar, the um, the the founder of the Big Push, um, through mm-hmm. a contact that I had at um, Webe Canada. So you just never know like where things are going to <laughs> um, to lead. So um, Sharon contacted me, I guess in the in the spring, and um, she had this idea for the big push, and it's really brought um, together ten um, amazing women that. Um, each represent a different um, a different industry. So I come from procurement and business development, um, yeah. but there are women in this group that do um, public relations, um, finance, marketing. So I'm actually learning a lot um, myself just from you know being part of the group. So um, it's um, it's it's been great, and definitely the diversity. Has um, has helped me to um, you know to further understand those sides um, of the business and how they look at the the different um, tech companies that come before us um, to to seek our help. Now, what's different about the big push is that it's not just like a high level um, mentoring program where actually offering the hands-on support. So we know that founders um, and women founders uh, take on, you know, so much when they start their companies and we see that um, they're working um, so hard and have um, all these objectives that they want to do. But when they come to the big push, it's like an extension um, of their team because they will get the expertise in you know, marketing and marketing um, PR, business development, social media, and, um, you know, everything that we offer, but we're actually doing the work, um, with them and for them. So not just telling them, Hey, you should go do this. We're actually doing it.
1: And so people who are listeners might want to say, wow, I, I, I need a big push. Yes. <laughs> what, um, how, how do they get involved with this amazing idea?
0: Um, so again, um, on our website, we have, um, some information and there is, um, uh, a, a form to, to be filled out where we ask um different questions to, to make sure that it is the um you know the right time for that business so what we're looking for are companies that are technology driven or technology enabled um must be incorporated have a minimum um, viable product we're looking for a team of two or more and then um a company that can uh, demonstrate that there's some customer interest in their product and also um, a, a key thing is have the budget to support the materials um, that will be outlined in the project plan because that's what we do like once we've decided to work with um, one of these um, startups we uh-huh. we build a plan so they need to have the resources if something is um, suggested by one one of our, um, you know, women, um, experts. So they, they need to be able to, to do it.
1: It's so exciting because you you bring a whole team behind, um, you know, a startup and, and really can take it far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so have you started with your first cohort? Or you, are, you, are you just in that? Like, where are you at with it? Um, we
0: have one um, startup that we're working with. Um, it's mm-hmm. called Artery. Okay. So we will um, start with um, that one in January. And then we're taking mm-hmm. applications from um, others as well. The deadline Ooh. for that is um, February 2nd.
1: So and and I'm sure you uh just like Webe Canada you with the big push you just want people to reach out and start the conversation with you. Oh yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. Like, regard mm-hmm. even if even if the deadline has passed, it's still hey, you know, reach out, start talking to us, and let's figure out what your business is and how we might uh, be able to help you. Is that yeah, seem yeah, like absolutely. The Again, yeah.
0: it's you know, it's about the um, the the networking and making contacts because. Um, you know just in in being part of this group and um the the different um tech companies that we've met with already whether they're part of the program or not i think some of them um who who came to us they they've left with something like whether it was um, a contact or like the, the 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 women in this group are just absolutely amazing and they're there to um you know, to, to share and um, give back. That was um, one of the, uh, the common reasons um, I mm. think that we all had for, uh, for joining. So there's no hesitation to open a door for someone.
1: This is amazing. You have given us the inside scoop on supplier diversity, on entrepreneurship, community engagement, and even your all-female business accelerator for female-founded tech companies. It's been really wonderful to speak with you today, Stephanie. What's your last piece of advice that you'd like to share for our listeners?
0: Oh wow! Um, um, I, you know what? A Goes back to uh, my first comment about, um, you know, investing in um, in getting to know the right people, like surrounding yourself with um, the right people, the ones who can offer support and knowledge, and um, really taking the time to do that. Um, you know, it, networking and building your your networks. Uh, it. Almost has to be like um, a little part time job on on the side that um, that you schedule and do. So very important. And it's um, it's greatly helped me. And I give that advice all the time.
1: Very practical and helpful advice that we've had today from Stephanie Fontaine, pardon me. She is vice president of business development at Women Business Enterprises, also known as WEBE Canada. And she's also the founding member of The Big Push. Stephanie Fontaine, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and expertise with us today.
0: You're welcome, Janice. My pleasure.